Hello, and welcome back to We Love Gymnastics. In this episode, we talk to Naima Mohammed, a Muslim gymnast who is making a splash in the world of gymnastics as a now junior, and she'll be joining the Fisk Gymnastics team in the fall. Well, she's on it now. She's on it now, but yeah. Um, it was a lovely conversation, and I just I learned so much, and she was so lovely. Naima, you were incredible. I adore you. You are... Oh, such a light in, in this sport and I can only hope that you you know achieve all your goals so yeah enjoy it hit it Okay. <laughs> no intro again because this next individual needs no intro. This is Naima Muhammad. Yeah. Yay. Okay, before we start, Hi. I want I have two things to talk to you about. Talk to you. One, did you find yourself in the picture? I think I did. I think it was my headshot from Brockport. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yes. I'm like on the left side. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> okay. I found it. Next, I, I have Umbridge to pick up with uh, Rock, Rockport. Why just the headshot? Oh, okay. I was expecting like a cute, like you know, full okay. length picture to add on. Why just the headshot, Brockport? Not you. You did fantastic. It was it's Brockport. I'm mad at. Why just the headshot, Brockport? Where's the full length? Hmm. Where's the full picture? I was very upset about that because you guys, once again, you are th- the best athletes in the entire world, bar none. By the way, Missy, I saw those upgrades. I saw your Instagram videos. Gagged. Gagged. I'm gagged. No, no seriously. You, the double tuck, floaty, I zombie. Slay. The front handspring. I really try. Like, come on, the front tuck. You are doing amazing. So for those of you who don't know, um, introduce yourself, please. I'm Naima Mohammed. I'm a rising junior now. Um, and I'm from Rochester, New York. Yay. So I, I'm fascinated by your cultural background. Because there's not a lot of uh, Islamic gymnasts in the NCAA. So can you tell us like, about your upbringing a little bit? talk about it yeah so uh i was born my parents uh grew up like you know regular like christian backgrounds um and they converted to islam through the nation of islam so i was born being muslim i grew up being muslim and um even when i started gymnastics well first i started as a figure skater so religion is an issue yeah i started as a figure skater so there was an issue um, in terms of like my legs and arms and stuff being covered because in ice skating, that's already covered up. But then when I decided to switch to gymnastics, I noticed everyone kind of didn't dress like that. Everyone kind of wears like just the leotard and it's fine. So it was kind of like figuring out with me and my parents, like how am I going to do this while still 
preserving the religion and the practices that I believe. So that's where it became a thing where I would wear leggings to practice and the leggings became tights because it was easier to move around in. And that's what I feel most comfortable with. And I always said, even if I wasn't Muslim, I still think I would feel comfortable wearing tights because you never know. Like I got bruises and stuff from hitting the bar so many times and scabs all over. Like some things I feel more comfortable being covered up anyway. No, same. I, my legs, I mean, I have long dancer's <laughs> legs, right? Long dancer's yeah. legs. I can't with them. But like, they're full of like mosquito bites because I live in West Texas. And so I understand. I mean, the German girls wear full body leotards. So, I mean, no one says yeah, anything. I was actually, I saw that and that, I felt some ways about it. Um, just because it's like, you know, it was so easy for them, I want to say. Not easy, because I know it's never easy. But just like, I really did have to fight to be able to wear tights, like... I'm sorry, um, what? <laughs> not it's fight, fight. Yeah, well, USAG kind of gave me a lot of backlash, like, for wearing tights. Um, it wasn't an issue, like, the entire time I was in club from, like, level one all the way up to, like, level seven when I started competing for regionals and nationals. And there would be, like, New York State judges coming to my coaches telling them, like, hey, we don't think she's allowed to do that because... And there were a lot of reasons. Some of the reasons they said was like the tights weren't, it wasn't a bodysuit because they weren't sewn in. So they're like, well, we can give her a bodysuit. Then they never gave me a bodysuit. And then they were like, well, just sew in your tights. So my mom was the one that sewed my tights to my leotard. So it would be considered a unitard, like a bodysuit. And that was the only way I could not get deductions because they were saying, well, since this is technically not allowed, you're going to get deductions unless you sew it in. So. I was just, when I saw the German girls, like, I was happy because now it's like, it's more normalized, but it was also kind no, of there's sad. Example, it's, like, like, yeah, it's well, allowed. I can do this. Like, yeah. You have on this show. I yeah. mean, I, I kind of feel two ways about it because it took me a lot to be able to get to this point wearing them. I still have to get waivers from NCAA in order to wear it in college competition. Um, my Brockport coach, Renee, she got a waiver for me from NCAA to be able to wear my tights in competition because in NCAA rules, it's not allowed technically because it's not in the same uniform as like the other girls. We're not all wearing the same thing. The leotards are the same, but if I wear the tights, it's technically not the same uniform. So yeah. <laughs> what? Cause I mean, it, it just it, it boggles my mind because you know USAG is trying to atone for everything, trying to like be a new organization. It's like sis, where, where is it? You know what I mean? And it's just it like these are your religious, <laughs> it's, it's your religious beliefs. Like, there's there, there's there's things like oh, I don't wear tights. No, yours are because of your religious beliefs, and that should be respected. Or do we live in a, in a land that respects you know religious freedom? You know what I mean? I mean, you would think with the recent news and everything. Conversation. I don't really. <laughs> I don't think this is the kind of place, but I don't know if I really care about religious people. No, no, let me tell you, I'm, I'm one of those people like I'm here for a good religious talk. No, but uh, I really wanted to uh, pick your brain about this. Um, so, you face a lot of adversity. It's clear. <laughs> is yeah. there any time that you felt that that kind of hindered your progress for it? It being outside of your control? Mm, no. I am really grateful and lucky that I had such like a strong support system. My club gym, Bright Ravens, they were so supportive. They never were like, oh, you can't do that. They were like, oh no, they're saying you can't do it. You're gonna do it. You're fine. Like my coaches really 
were the ones that were that. like, don't worry about that. Focus on the gymnastics. My parents were the ones that were like, don't worry about that. Focus on the gymnastics. So like my family and my coaches and my teammates, I never had issues with my teammates being like, oh, you can't do that. Like, oh, that's different. I've always had support from my club team, my college teams. I was always supported. So I never felt like, oh, this is too much. I can't deal with it. I've always was just like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on the gymnastics because everyone around me is letting me focus on the gymnastics because I'm not handling it all by myself. I have a lot of people around me that are handling it with me. So that's, I don't think I, mean, I face much adversity in that. That's just, that's, that's beautiful. Because so <laughs> many, we hear so many stories of people who don't have that. And that is such an yeah. integral part to it enough its development and their well-being it's just we take it for granted sometimes and it's, it's so yeah. i love the fact that you are able to come to this sport and come to this team it, with that sort of background because it brings i mean it's not so much valuable in, in the sense of a lottery but you have such a distinct background and it into the sphere that it makes it even more diverse it makes it even much more of a melting pot than it could have been and for that i mean thank yeah. you you know it's, it's a big you are giving young muslim girls someone to look up to I like you are so. that girl. I hope more Muslim girls want to gravitate, and especially like Black Muslim girls. Like, I hope they gravitate more to it because I know that a lot of times, like, there are some Muslim girls that in club my club days. I say that like I'm so old. Like my club days, I know there are some no Muslim same. girls that have talked to me and whose coaches have talked to me. Like, you know, she wanted to do competitive gymnastics, but she doesn't feel like she's comfortable because of the uniform or she's scared to be made fun of like if she wears tights but then they see me doing it and it makes them like you know what she's doing it and she's happy so they want to do it so i'm hoping like even with all this fisk stuff more and more girls will see that like when we go to competitions and stuff like you know what she's doing it they're doing it i can do it too like that's what i'm really hoping for i mean like tiki says she just says she's, you are the example and you are blazing a trail. You're blazing a trail on like I've I've seen before, and, and that's so beautiful. I mean, you you are a gymnast who is doing a lot of firsts. How does that feel like to be part of the first team uh, at an HBCU, like a first Muslim girl, like at an HBCU, like you know, on the gymnastics team at an HBCU? Like that's a big thing. You it's are historic. So, it's surreal. Like I can't explain it. It hasn't really hit me. I feel like when I was thinking about making the decision and stuff, like I was talking over with my parents and my mom was like, okay, where are the pros and cons? She's like, so if you do this, you'd be the first HBCU. And she was like, you have to go. She, she couldn't even say it. She was just like, you have to go. This is too historic. Like, I understand it's a really big deal. And I hear from everyone how big of a deal it is. It just hasn't really hit me yet, I think, because to me, again, I'm doing gymnastics. I want to go and have fun. And I think the thing that really clicked that I understood it was really surreal was when I had a team meeting with all the girls and I looked at all these like black girls on the screen and I realized I've never in my life had a team, club or college, of just girls that look like me. I've never had a coaching panel of coaches that look like me. Coach Tarver has locks. I have locks in my hair. And like when I met her for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, she has locks and I have locks. And that was kind of like the surreal moment for me. Like it's, I'm being represented and I'm being a part of something that represents me. And that's, that's crazy to me. That makes me really I'm boohooing over here already. I'm boohooing. <laughs> like, it's that's just, that's beautiful. Like it is exciting. And it, and it sucks that it took this long to happen, but I mean, now it's happening. And it's just so, it's incredible yeah. in the fact that 
you're going to inspire gymnasts from years to come. I mean, you are the first. It's just like you are, you will always be that. No matter what happens, no matter, you know, what people say, you will always be the first. And that's so, the power that that has is incredible. So, okay, walk me through it. Because yeah. I, saw, I saw the upgrades in my mind. And like those upgrades, girl, girl, looking good. The, the, uh, the, 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 switch, the switch falls? Are you, are you kidding me, the switch falls? What? What? Yeah, I troubles with my leap passes lately so i really have been working on like getting more flexible and really focusing on like my stretches and like my dance and like just i want everything to be i want everything to look good for this new season like i want to be at my peak thank you like those leaps are good like it shows it shows talk to me a little about about your vault upgrade because that looks look so um, my vault, I'm trying to do a front front, so the front handspring, front tuck. Um, I I, <laughs> I set really big goals for myself, so I forget her name, but I think she's on the LSU team. Haley Bryant, she does right. the front handspring, front pike half. So yeah. that's my end game. That's like the vault I want to do. So okay. before I get there, I, I got to get the front handspring yeah. front tuck on the mat first, obviously. Progressions. So, yeah. But I want to set, like, these big goals for myself. So then eventually that's something I want to be able to, like, compete. So we're working oh, towards that. So if I didn't compete, you, well, I just competed floor last year. You have so much height on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to look so pretty. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. So, okay. So, tell me about your floor upgrades. Because that, that double tuck, that double tuck is phenomenal. You, you needed no spot. I didn't know what that man was there. Like, he did not need a spot. It was magical. Oh, that's my coach, Kaz. Yeah. I saw yeah, it in the comments. I, I my doubles are, yeah. <laughs> my hey, doubles they look good. are my favorite. Thank you. And because I wasn't in the gym, like after finals, there's like a little break and I wanted to kind of slowly build back up to that. So I was like, Kaz, can you like stand there? And he just stands there to make sure I'm good. So the goal for my floor upgrades is going to be um, front through to doubles, like front tuck, step out, round off that can ring, double tuck. That's my goal. And I've done it before and like into the pit with a mat. So I just got to put that on the floor. <laughs> I'm getting ready to do that. Let me bring in Michaela. Michaela's joining us finally. She's finally blessing us with her. There's Michaela. There she is in all her glory. Hi. <laughs> okay. We, we all have things going on. It's fine. I, know, I had to push this down because I was like, I'm running late. But yeah, she's, she's still understanding. So, Michaela, night. night. Yes, yeah, yeah, there you go. Hi. Oh, no connection issues. 
No, she's there. She's there. She's there. She's there. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yes. I think she's moving. She's moving. No. You, no. Okay, it's it's having connection issues. Oh, she just dropped out. No, it's not you, Michaela. You're fine. You're fine. It's that no, no, you're fantastic. No, 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 no. It's it's it, it, it was it was her advice. She'll be back. Uh, while she's gone, let's just plug in really quick. Mm. What did you hear it? Naima, all good? It seems like she's good. Oh, she dropped down. Oh, well, there she is. There she is. We're good. We're good. There she is. Yes. Are we good? I can't hear her. No. Are you on mute? Make sure it's not on mute because there's a little button at the bottom that says mute or not. Mm. No, it's still on mute. It's still on mute. Yeah, I'll ask them. So you, you asked uh, if there's a necessary like, need to prove something or is it just all gravy? And then the other one was, there she is. Hi, Michaela. Are you good? Are you good? I think you're still on mute. So uh, when you go on restream at the bottom of like below the video, there might be like a microphone that has like crossed out. Click it. Mm. No, can't hear you. I can't. I can't hear you at all. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Mm. Mm. Talk. <laughs> I can't hear you. I. So you, uh, you can you hear me though? Uh. I can't hear you at all. Uh-uh. So we can't hear each other. Can you can you hear me? I'm, I'm like I'm like doing pantomimes. Hold on, let me see. Uh maybe I can just like go like this. Can I mute her? Nope. It's a her end. 
Get in here. Can you hear me? Oh, she's, she's doing something. Oh, it's a cute little drawing. It's really cute. It looks like um one of Laurie's drawings. So, uh, at Sue Chaff on Twitter. Okay. Are we good? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I don't know. Are you sure you're not muted on the app? Because there's like a little, so on Restream, there's like three little circles at the bottom, and it should have, like, it, it should be enabled. So, like, gray. No? She isn't muted. I didn't mute her. Ah. Ah. It's flying me. Yeah, but she's not muted. Oh, she's about to drop out again. Because the connection. So on like a restream, which is what we use um, to do our show, um, it shows you like how strong the connection is. And hers is red right now. Oh, she dropped out. Well, while we're trying to figure all this out, um, we have new merch in our merch store, uh, addictsinc.org. We have things like the... Uh, you know, Renaissance paintings of like Kyla Ross as the Mona Lisa. We have uh, Megan Nichols as the girl with the pearl earring and the um, rings. Um, we have um, Kayla Hossie as Joan of Arc. And that one was requested by Kayla Hossie's mom, by the way. Uh, we also are. I can't really talk about that, so never mind. Forget that. Uh, we have uh, we're available on all podcast platforms, on from you know Stitcher to iHeartRadio. So you know, follow us, love us, subscribe to us, and God. Okay, talk. Can you hear me? Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. Perfect. We got it. We, we did it. We did it. Oh, okay, I can hear you again. So sorry. Difficulties. Yeah, it, okay. it does that sometimes. It's like I. So, did you hear Michaela's questions? Um, I you? heard one of them. I heard when she mentioned how how do you feel about um, like being the first HBCU with a gymnastics team, and even though people might not see that as a necessity, how I feel about that. Yeah. that was as far as I could hear. Yeah, that's it. So the rest of the questions, I'm not so sure. Okay, um, <laughs> so. Can you still hear me? Just to make sure it doesn't go out again. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. You're, you're good. You're great. You're great. Yeah. Okay. So for me, like, if I had the opportunity to go to an HBCU to do gymnastics in the first place, I would have gone. And I don't think people realize that, especially for Black gymnasts, like, if you ask the majority of black gymnasts who want to do college gymnastics, like, oh, what school do you want to go to? I guarantee you if they had HBCU gymnastics, they would say that they would take HBCU gymnastics. And that's because HBCUs, like, they were made for black athletes. Before it was black athletes, they were made for black people when we weren't allowed to go to other institutions. They were made specifically for us. And my older brother and my older sister went to HBCU. So HBCUs have like a different, there's a different culture for HBCUs. Like when Beyonce did her Coachella performance, that gave you kind of like oh a glimpse into HBCUs. 
views. For no, let me tell you, I was up. I was up at midnight <laughs> watching that live. Oh, I ate that up. Ooh. Oh, look, goosebumps like, all over I, again. I saw Ugh. that. <laughs> I saw that and it was like, oh, that, that, I want that. Like the band and even like the experience of like football games and just being around a lot of people that look like you is incredible. And I feel as though like, People that are saying that it's not really necessary have never had to feel like that. They've never been the only one. And that's the big thing. I've, in every situation, as supportive as my club team and my college teams have been, for the most part, I'm one of two black girls or I'm one of three black girls. I'm the only black girl wearing tights already. I'm the only Muslim girl there already. But there's a lack of representation in any sports team with the exception of like yeah. you know, football, basketball, but there's yeah, always lacks of representation. Right. And for gymnastics, it's like, you don't really see that many black girls on one team. Like now at my club gym, especially because I'm always there now, I have seen like a lot more like little black girls, like going to practice and stuff, but I've never seen all of them on one team before. And I think of those little black girls a lot. Um, there's these four girls specifically that I talk about all the time because I love them so much. I'm always around them. Um, Eden, Alexis, John Elise, and Taylor. They're like- Shout out to them, <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them because they're like the main reason I'm doing this. They're between the ages of like six and up. And you know, I've coached them a little bit. They're like level threes and Eden's dad oh. my dad. Like they're really love sweet. The level and, threes. Yeah, I love the level threes. And every time I'm practicing, they'll like stop and watch me or they always want me to watch them. Or they're like, nine, nine, come look at this. Or they hug me every time they see me. And it's because it's just them. They're the only black girls on their team. I'm the only black college gymnast at the gym right now that's training there to go back to college and work out there, you know, and we have had so many girls reach the college level, but how many of them looked like Eden and Alexis and John Elise and Taylor, not many. And I'm interacting oh. with them. And I've had Alexis tell me all the time, what college do you go to? I went to college gymnastics too. And at the time I wasn't going to an HBCU. So, and there wasn't an HBCU that had it. So now it's, I feel like I can tell them, well, you can go to an HBCU and be around people that look like you because for them, like they have each other and they have their teammates and they're all so supportive. But sometimes you need a little more than that. Sometimes you need more than just like support. You actually need somebody that looks like you. It's a lot, I feel like so, it's a lot easier to feel like you can do something when you have an example like, there's so many black basketball players and football players that I have no doubt that the only thing holding back little black boys to play basketball, football, is just that it's so hard to become an NBA or an NFL star. It's just really hard process. But they have so many inspirations and people that are doing that that they should never feel as though they can't do it because, you know, they have LeBron James and they have Antonio Brown. They have examples. And for black girls in gymnastics, we have... Gabrielle Douglas, we have Simone Biles, 
Dominic Dawes, Betty Okino. But as of like more recently, those are the main two, Gabrielle Douglas, Simone Biles in the past recent years that we've had. And it's a lot harder to feel as though you can do it when you don't really see many others doing it with the exception of like the greatest of all time. And then the first black woman to get Olympic gold medal in the all around. So I feel like if little black girls are seeing me and all my other teammates at Fisk doing this, they can feel like they can do it too. And it won't be an issue of, you know, oh, can I, or I don't know. I don't see anyone like me doing it. If you see someone like you doing it, it inspires you. It can make you feel like you can do it too. And that's all I want for them to feel like they can do it too. I'm going to cry again. No, but it's it snoring. It's my dog. He's like right here. He's just snoring away. He's a big dog too. So he's just, he's, he's no, but um, I think it's so magical. And like, there's such power in like being able to blaze your own path. And I mean, even if it's not by choice, you know, with there's like a gymnastics talk show, there wasn't really a gymnastics talk show hosted by like, you know, a person of color. And so it's like, mm -hmm. I, I, I saw the space, you know, that needed to be taken up and I did it. And then, and, Having to do so is hard, but for you to be so aware of that and so have that like center in mind is just it's next level because you are you guys in, in your entirety are the inspiration. Like you will be forever known as the first to blaze this path, first to climb this mountain, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So another question Kayla had was, what are your like goal scores this year. I mean, are we aiming for a ten? Because if so, yes. Like you know, I I would. I'm always <laughs> aiming for a ten. Not gonna lie, I would love to get a ten at some point. I think my highest oh, score score last year. I know, right? My highest score score was a nine eight. So like it's, it's close. Two tenths away. So I feel like yeah. I can just do my routine, but better. I could be in the ten. The ten, you know, the ten. The ten talk. Ten talk. The ten talk. I want. Yeah. I want to get a ten eventually. I think that's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's very possible for the scene. I mean, it, it's just. I, I hope and I pray that these judges won't be assholes, you know, and give you guys the credit you deserve. Because, I mean, the lineup, as far as I've I've, I've seen, my God, like you guys could easily go one ninety six, one ninety seven without a problem. What is that a problem? I, <laughs> we have like a little team chat and I even said to them, like, I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but I have low-key stalked all of you on your gymnastics pages and you guys are incredible. <laughs> like this team is really, really good. And I want people to know that this team is really, really good because I feel like the impression can kind of be like, oh, well, like it's an HBCU, so it's not going to be the same. That's the impression I kind of get off from people sometimes. But uh, no, it's going to no, be amazing. No, these girls are good. Like, these girls are amazing. So we got a question in yeah. the chat. Uh, <laughs> Duke, really she went to Brockport. <laughs> she went to Brockport. That's where, that's where she's transferring yeah. from. How was your experience at Brockport? What did that? How was that? Second time transferring. Um, it was really good. Like, um, it was bittersweet kind of when I decided I did want to go to Fisk because I had a really good time at Brockport. I never felt, again, supportive teammates, supportive coaching. I never felt like, oh, well, I can't do this. Or, you know, I was never like insecure about my gymnastics. Brockport was very welcoming. 
they were very encouraging. It felt like a team, like they all feel like my sisters. They were cheering. It was very much a team atmosphere. And that's why we had such a successful season because it was all team atmosphere. Um, and I felt like I really bonded with all of them. And I was really happy being there. And I made sure when I, I of course, I let the coach, um, Dr. Renee, I let her know like that was leaving. There's nothing negative towards her or the team or anything at all because I absolutely yeah. love them. It has everything to do with this is an opportunity that I would have taken of a lifetime. if this was available a to me a long time ago. It's a chance of a lifetime. The opportunities that we can get from doing this and just being a part of it is bigger than myself. It's bigger than anything. Yeah. It's it's such a grand thing that's happening that if I don't feel a part of it, I don't want to have regrets about it. I don't want to yeah. not take the chance and think about, oh, I could have been on that first team. Like, no, I want to be on that first team. So you don't want, even you don't want to really this. enjoyed it. No, what it could have should have. Yeah, I don't want to have that. So even though I really did enjoy yeah. my time at Brockport, and I thank them a lot for bringing me where I am now because I got a lot of upgrades there. I got my confidence there. I competed for the first time in college there. So I give them a lot of credit. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just gotta move on, Go I guess. Go, Go with, with your gut. feeling. Yeah, so, so were, I had a lot of respect Brockport, What's that? What were you before Brockport? You think you transferred twice, so where were you before yeah, Brockport? Before Brockport, I was at Bridgeport um, in Connecticut. Oh. And I was there in the August 2020, so like the height of COVID. Um, Yo, and yeah. there were a lot of other issues going on with the school at the time, and I blame COVID for it mostly. And, you know, the school wasn't really working out within the gymnastic team. Like they were getting rid of and they got reinstated recently, which is great. But at the time, it was like, there's too much going on. It seems like they need to get it figured out. So I decided to leave and then transfer to Brockport because they needed to handle again, that. Again, the environment, the environment. You wanted something more stable. Right. That's, you know, it's not your fault. Yeah. You, you so, do what was best for you. I don't, I don't feel bad about it at all. I just need, it needed a better environment. That's all. Yeah. So what was something you can say or would like to say to young Muslim girls who maybe wanting to start in a sport or, you know, just want to be in the sport and, and, and not have you to look up to like, what, what is something that you wish you had heard before you, you know, went on in your career? I could think of so many quotes right now. My head is like being full of all the quotes I've heard from like my dad and my coaches. Um, I think the number one thing that I've been taught being Muslim and growing up being Muslim, the number one thing that I've been taught by my teacher is to accept your own and be yourself. Like that has been the number one thing that stuck with me forever. And that's the number one thing that I've been taught growing up in the nation of Islam and just growing up Muslim is to accept your own and be yourself. Never feel like you have to change parts of yourself to fit in with something or the only way you're gonna be able to get this is if you do something else differently. It's always better to just accept who you are and be who you are. And I hope that these young girls who look up to me now, which is kind of crazy to think about, but it's true, that they can be themselves. They don't have to, you know, not wear tights. So they don't have to go to a school where they don't feel like they'll fit in. They can be with people that look like them and still be successful. 
you can be who you are and not change who you are and still be a successful person. In space. That's what I would do. You are here for a reason. Yeah. Take up space. Take up yeah, your space. Like, like demand your I space. Wanna, I don't want to blend in. I want to stand out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly how I feel. I'm like, it's not my fault that I'm too much. It's not that I'm too much. It's you guys are not enough. Like that's no, the thing. It's not enough. It's not too much. Especially it's like in I don't gymnastics. Have to make myself gymnastics is better when it's too much. Like that's right. how I feel. Like floor routines and beam routines, everything, it looks a lot better when you do more. Doing less. Because there's, there's people in the in the in the in the, 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 you know, the nosebleeds. They want they want to see you too. Yeah. Like if they're all the way up in, at the top, like I, I want you to see them. I want you to see them to see you too. Like make sure it's big, expressive. Yes. Here for that. <laughs> that's that's so my I favorite. I love that. It's be big. I don't want to take up any more time because I know you're booked on Busy Queen. So we're going to do a quick little <laughs> round of a, a speed fire round questions. Um, let me pull it up. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to go just in random order because, you know, I want to switch it up. So. What is a skill you wish you could have learned or competed? Uh, full in on floor. Ooh, I mean, there's time because that double talk was good. <laughs> you know, there's still time. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> Definitely possible. Hey, what I've learned from our conversation is that you set your mind to something, you make it happen. So anything is possible when it comes to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Let's see your favorite skill. Oh, side aerial. I love side aerial. Ooh, that's, a good one. that's a good one. Um, what is your least favorite skill? And why is it a wolf turn? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my least favorite skill would probably be uh, anything on bars. Bars is hard for me. <laughs> probably like a yeah. cast handstands. Doing them a lot mm. in a row. It's my least favorite. I, I hate those. <laughs> but at least my next question. What is your favorite workout? Like V-sits or le- leg lifts? Or what is your favorite workout? Um, Squats. <laughs> Same. I never miss a leg day. Never. <laughs> uh, what is your, who is your favorite gymnast? I yourself, well, that's a given. Um, yeah. um, for elite gymnastics, Gabrielle Douglas, because she's the whole reason why I started gymnastics, because I was inspired by her. Oh. But then in terms of college, Nia Dennis, because I love her floor routines. Oh my God, yes. I love Dad to Nia, friend of the show. Um, okay, what is your favorite fa- favorite song? Favorite song right now, Vegas by Doja Cat. I love Doja Cat. Ooh, so that's a good song. It's a good voice. Hey, what's your most top played <laughs> song? Um, also Vegas by Doja Cat, but it's tied with "In Nine Five by Kendrick Lamar. That's a good one too from the new album, right? Yeah, from the new so album. A, that's a little bit. A little tidbit. Um, yeah. outside. So, um, actually, do you know the tapping in, on that album? Yeah. Like the tapping you hear. So those those tappings are actually uh, the kids of one of my old boss in LA, Freddie and Teddy Tisdale, and they 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 are the the, the tap dancers on that on the whole album. Yeah. From Little Big Shots. 
That's him. Super cool, super nice. We're going to have him on the show sometime in the next month. Yeah, so a little tidbit. Um, okay, so now please, for, for everybody on the internet who's watching this, where can the people find you? On Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, all, all the socials. Um, uh, on my Instagram, it's it's a little complicated. Um, it's, well, it's at, and then it's underscore Naima. 24 so the it's is a part of the instagram um and my gymnastics instagram is at it's nigh 2020 fantastic i'll make sure to add that to the description anything else you want, to, you want the people to know anything else um i hope everyone is as excited as i am because this competition season is going to be the most fun i think in the entire world and i'm excited and I hope everyone else is really excited. We are. We are. We will be there. <laughs> I will try to make it out to as many competitions as I can. I'm not promising a lot because, you know, travel and the gas is a yep, lot. Yeah. I will try to come to at least a couple of them. Uh, Tiki says, can't wait to watch you this season, Queen. Oh, shout out to Tiki. Tiki is amazing. amazing. She is a big reason. Yes, she is an incredible her. person. We love her. Um, all right. So I'm going to let you go. Because here in like 20 minutes, I have your teammate coming up as well. And so, okay, oh, let's do something cool. Do you have a question for Zaya? Oh, do I have a question for Zaya? Yes. Um, what are What is her favorite event? And what's her favorite song to listen to during practice? Because we're going to be practicing. What's yours? What's mine? Anything Doja Cat. Especially uh, yes. from her Planet Her album, Get Into It. That's my favorite song. Oh. Please. Absolutely. Do you know? I didn't know the rap because you know I like a lyric, so I looked it up and I was like, "Did she really say that?" And yeah, she says a lot of the words. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like a, a, a her. I know woman. I love woman. Yeah, that's a great that's a song. Really good song. That's also on my playlist. Like that's my question for Zaya. Like, what songs do you like? Because I need to start making the playlist. Playlist for the gym when we start You're a working out together. You're gonna be a bulldog. That's exciting. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna stay on sale and talk to the people, but I'm gonna let you go. So thank you so, thank much. You so much. Thank you so much. Thank you thank so much. You. This is amazing. I mean, thank I'm you. I'm you. Right, have a great night. You too. Bye. All right, people. Um, the gorgeous person. We love her to death. Um. So I am going to go for like tw- uh, 20 minutes. We'll be back in 20 minutes with Zaya. She is the last of her scheduled uh, interviews. We're going to do an interview with Haley Clark, but she got injured. I don't know if I can say that. But uh, after that, we're going to be scheduled uh, hers as well as Leah's. Leah, that's it. Leah, Leah. God, we've done, we've done seven interviews now in less than three days, y'all. We, 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 we do the damn thing. So uh, both uh, Leah and um, Haley will be rescheduled. But if you follow us on uh, podcasting platforms, we've uploaded all the interviews so far, except Aaliyah's because I don't want to do anything with less than excellence. And so she deserves... Um, what about Nia's not going to be on this team? Not to my knowledge, at least. So, yeah. Uh, but when we, we... I don't know. Ask Nia. She would know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not even being shady. My shoulders look weird. Like, hold on. Let me, let me. There. Are my shoulders uneven? You're lying. Wait, hold on. No, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, we'll be back in 20 minutes. Uh, so go ahead. Get, what, get, go. <laughs> Get yourself a snack. Get yourself some water. I got, I got my water. Girl, um, what else do I have for you? Uh, get some snack. Come, come right back. Yeah. Oh, what? Wait. Is uh, we love? What is it? We love gymnastics. Uh, YouTubing. So uh, right now we are hosting all of we love gymnastics on um, Michaela's YouTube. So it's all Michaela love gymnastics. We're working on a new one. We're trying to figure that out right now. And uh, but yeah, we have the We Love Gymnastics Face, We Love Gymnastics Facebook, the Twitter, which is WLG Pod, the Facebook is We Love Gymnastics Podcast, and the that, that's it for now. Uh, we're gonna try. We're, we're working on TikTok because well, I just got created to be a creator on TikTok, or whatever, whatever it's called. So we can go live on there now. I think in the next couple weeks, try to figure that out because um, the way they, they do the lives is, is different. So I'm gonna have to figure out how to do the, do the RMTP. Like, regardless, try to figure that out. I'll try to figure out Instagram Live so you can just go live on all platforms. And uh, yeah, things are coming that are, are really pretty cool. And uh, yeah, what else do I have for y'all? That's about it. So go get a snack, come back, and then we'll be back in about seven. No, hold on. In sixteen minutes. Bye.